right, welcome to Reimagine Teaching, a podcast for teachers about um, teaching and how we can make the world of education a better place. I am here with Maddie Schutzen from a student perspective episode. So thank you, Maddie, for coming and talking. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm excited. Maddie is a recent grad. Um, We were able to chat and have dinner a little bit. But just to talk today about what her high school experience was, or what, I guess I could talk to you, you're my guest. Yeah. <laughs> what your high school experience was, um, and kind of what would you have done differently, or what would you have wanted your teachers to do differently, and I think it'll be fun. So, um, we start every episode with what is bringing you joy this week? Being able to interact with people in general, and I'm happy that I'm not, like... By myself in an apartment <laughs> or in a dorm or whatever. Well, you were saying when we were eating dinner that you signed up for classes at the university you were at and then they gave you all virtual classes. So you were like yes. in your dorm doing online classes. Mm-hmm. That was not fun. <laughs> Let's just repeat COVID again. Yeah. Glad you're here. <laughs> I am... Well, this week's been rough. I am... Like this period between now and spring break it just sucks as a teacher and a student and nobody wants to be at school so um last weekend though I got to head up a girls weekend with some of my friends from college and we like made really good food and played board games and so that was really it was a really fun weekend but then like Monday you're like I have to go back to like doing real life but I had leftover chocolate cake. That's good. So, like, after after school Monday night, and it was like, ugh, it was Monday, and it was awful. I was like, oh, I have chocolate cake in the fridge. So that was, like, my after-school snack. Um, it was my leftover, like, super gourmet chocolate cake that I made over the weekend. So that That's was nice. fun. It's, and I think I still have one more piece. But to be like, oh, I had such a great weekend, and I don't want to go back to work, and be like, I still have, like, a part of the weekend in the fridge, so I can <laughs> celebrate, so. Um, but, yeah, it's little things like that, and I have uh, removed the limits on my Starbucks budget, and we are at the point where I'm, like, I'll just have Starbucks however much I want. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> I've never tried to set a budget for Starbucks, because I always feel it. Right? <laughs> Usually, like, once a on. week, and then I'm, like, mm, just try to, like, not go every day. <laughs> Every other day, maybe. I mean, like, when I was in college, I would, obviously, I had a job, but it was, like, minimum wage, and I'm trying to pay for college. So, it was, like, I would go to Starbucks, and then I'd be, like, okay, I can't afford this for another month. Right. (laughs) (laughs) My Starbucks money for a month. I sent you a gift card, though. Yep. Did you lose it? No. I used it. Okay, good. In a week. In a week. You did not. I checked it. You were supposed to text me when it was used up. Oh, I forgot to. Mm-hmm. Except I couldn't check how much was on it. Oh, Honestly, yeah. I think I didn't eventually end up losing it because after moving home from college, I was like, um... <laughs> I don't know where I don't know is. which Starbucks card is which. That's fair. And I may have put it on my phone. <laughs> so... That's um... So, what, yeah, what is your situation now? So, you graduated high school last year. Yes. You got accepted to a state university. Yes. Your dream school. You're super excited. Yes. 
And then, so I was in college, and after being there for a semester, and then signing up for classes and being like, oh yeah, I'm not really good at online classes, I can kind of only do in person. Uh, the way the university did it was that they had you sign up all, for all the classes, but depending on like when your submission went through or how it went through and then what time it went through, it was like, okay, yeah, you signed up for these classes, but we can get you in this, this, and this. Yeah, so first come, first serve. Yes. Like most things with college. And I signed up for all in-person classes, and when I got my schedule, it was like, here's all online classes and one in-person class. So I was not happy about that. <laughs> and then on top not of that, ideal. I came home for winter break that week, and then... I was really excited because I, I was a cheerleader at the university, so I was going back and forth during winter break, but my roommate had moved home, and I was in by myself in my dorm. Ugh. <laughs> so. Literally like COVID again. You're yes. Like, I have to sit in my dorm and do online virtual classes. Exactly. Without even my mom to cook me dinner. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, I would go, and back, go back and forth, and then I would cheer at the basketball games, because that's all the university had. And half the stuff that was promised at the beginning of the year didn't happen through the cheer team. Oh, that sucks. Because that's why you went there, was for exactly. the cheer team. And then they just, like, yep. told you no. So, Jeez. I moved back home. Well, you were also saying, I wanted to mention, that the cost, I mean, you were paying to be in college and live on campus just to do virtual, end up doing virtual classes. Yep. Only for it to cost a $1,000 extra for each class. You were saying that, yeah, they were charging you a convenience fee. fee for classes you didn't want to do online. Like, you're like, I didn't, this is not convenient for me. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> but I moved home, and... I am now coaching cheerleading at the competition level. So it's like we travel to Florida and go mm -hmm. to Nashville this weekend. And oh, fun. Yeah, all over the place. And it's keeping me busy. And then I also have a job and, uh, as like a receptionist. And then... And you're saying it's a temporary break from college. Yes. So I plan on going back within the next year and a half. Yeah. Is what my mom has given me. Is <laughs> what my mom says. That's good, because then it keeps me on top of stuff, and I'm not going to be like, yeah, no, I'm never going back to college. Yeah. And you said your goals are a little different this time. Yeah, definitely. Like, All right, I actually would, should probably, like, pay to do school. And yeah, <laughs> not to cheer. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we were talking over dinner, because my husband, my husband never left our hometown, because um, he got a fluoride to the local college, and he was able to live at home during college, um, not that you want to live at home, but mm. um, when we, so yeah, so he had a floor ride, he lived at home, and then he got like a, an apartment with his friend, but he was able to buy a house right after he graduated from college, um, and then when we got married, well actually he still owns his house, we rented out, and so it actually like ended up being really good for us financially, because I'm like, I went to a private college and have a lot of loans, and 
he has none. And so it's like, oh, well, thanks, babe. Now you can help me with my loans. And, <laughs> um, and just the realization, I think, it's becoming more popular now. People are, like, high school students are realizing, like, nobody really cares what college you went to. I mean, I look at how far, like, my mom has come and my dad. Like, my dad never graduated high school, but then my mom... She has her associates. I mean, she's going back for her bachelor's right now, but she's still providing for her family. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Where if you're like, my goal is to do blank, and I don't necessarily yeah. have to go. My my brother is a senior, and he's like, I was going to go to this really expensive college. And my parents are like, we can't help you pay. And he's like, I'm going to stay home and work <laughs> for a year. And we're like, yep. Yeah, smart idea. That's probably more accurate. <laughs> So we are talking about just kind of student view. So um, in the fall, I was able to interview my brother and ask him about his, like, you know, view on high school and what teachers he liked and stuff. Um, So I'm curious for you, um, kind of your, like, best and worst as far as high school. Um, So starting with, with the best, I like to start positive. What do you think, how do you think high school prepared you, or did high school prepare you? I guess I don't know if this is a best or a worst. Did high school prepare you at all for being adult-adjacent, <laughs> adult-like? I kind of say yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> so what things did they, did you, were good about high school that felt like you were prepared for graduation and after graduation? So it definitely prepared me in the sense that, like, I knew I was going to have to be, like, on my game about college classes like I my English class my senior year um had one of the best teachers ever mm-hmm. uh definitely prepared me for like any college writing class in general and I used oh, yeah, that a that lot English teachers he literally says like this is college writing it really is and he didn't want it no so it was like okay and then after realizing, oh, I'm actually kind of good at writing for, like, school-wise, it was like, okay, well, I made it into college, and my roommate's asking me for help about her paper. Oh, yeah, I could charge you, like, ten bucks. Oh, yeah, so for sure. It was like, I did one of her papers for her, but then... Not for her. You helped her. I helped her. There's no Shh. cheating allowed. There's no cheating. Definitely not. Not in college. But, um, it was like, oh, this happened, and now she's, she got a good grade, and now she paid me, but now I helped her, and she doesn't really know how to do it herself, so I kind of helped her (laughs) to do it herself, because she was like, okay, well, I can't cheat. She didn't cheat. I helped her. No, but for her to be like, yeah, okay, <laughs> so that is how you get a good yeah. grade, so let me show you <laughs> what edits I made. Yeah. Well, and there's, like, the college I went to, they had a writing lab, so you could get a job, like, working at the library, helping kids with their papers. Yeah, and it's, like, the university had that, too, but it was, like, they had a wait list for it, because yeah. there was only so many people who would work there, and then when I had a job up there, it was... It was for the university, but it was for, like, the gym up there yeah. on campus. So it was, like, I was still getting money, and I didn't really care, I guess. Yeah. But I probably would have gotten more money if I went to the writing center. Right. 
Um, okay, so your English teacher, you felt prepared for yes. college writing. What else do you think? Um, I kind of, my mom and parents kind of prepared me more for, like, being on my own and not really having to worry about, oh, so this is budgeting, and if mm-hmm. you don't do it correctly, you're not going to have money for food. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean. And you're the oldest in your family, right? Yes. Or you have a. Besides my older half-sister. Yeah, you have a half-sister who's older. Yeah. Um. But I think that helps, too, to be, like, when you go to college and you realize, like, some people have never, like, had to, like, we have to leave at this time, which means we need to wake up at this time. Exactly. Whereas, like, when you're the oldest, you're like, yeah, that's my job. <laughs> like, to make sure everyone woke up with their alarms. and Exactly. Where I was, like, even when I was a senior in high school, because all my parents, my parents both left for work before, like, me and my sister had to leave for school. Right. So it was like, I was waking her up, and right. once I moved out, she was like, uh, I wish she was here still. <laughs> Aw, and you're like, get an alarm box. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love you, but... Is there anything else that you felt like high school did a good job preparing you for? Being, like, staying caught up with work. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I learned... Ju- Junior year and part of sophomore year, obviously, when COVID, and I was like, oh, yeah, everything's online, meaning all the teachers don't really care about sophomore year. Nobody really cared about what the grades were because seniors obviously passed no matter what, and that kind of set it for all the other grades. Where like, right. Oh, the seniors all passed and graduated, so why does it matter for us? <laughs> right. <laughs> but it was like, once I figured out senior year, oh, I didn't have a class that I did good in sophomore year, so now I have to do summer school for it before senior mm-hmm. year. It kind of was like, oh, I have to get my butt in gear and finish this before I graduate next year. Right. So, I mean, that kind of helped me. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, I tell my students all the time, too, because they're like, I hate this class, or I hate and I'm like, I'm just teaching you how to be miserable the rest of your life, because <laughs> half of being an adult is... Like, I don't love my job every day. I don't love paying bills all the time. I don't love cleaning and doing dishes, but, like, that's what being an adult is sometimes. <laughs> so my students complain, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's one of the goals of high school is to make you, teach you how to be mis- a little bit miserable. And, I mean, I've learned over the past year that, like, Paying car insurance. It's not all the greatest if you don't really know how to drive the best. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've had my fair share of accidents. <laughs> but yeah, all that kind of stuff. I think there's a lot too, like, yeah, you just don't learn in school. Mm-hmm. Or even if you learn it, it's not applicable until you're like, oh. By yourself. <laughs> I got in an accident and my car insurance went up. That is what happens. Okay. Yep. And now, now my mom's not paying it. I'm 18 now, so now yep. I have to pay it myself. <laughs> so now I have to worry about getting an accident. No, thank you. Can we undo that? Exactly. Um, what is, if you had to pick one or two um, best memories from high school? Um... So I was on the cheerleading team, obviously, all four years of high school. That's why I ended up going into college to cheer. Winning state 
my freshman year for cheer was definitely up there, obviously, because that year in general with all of the girls was very, like, nobody was full of drama, nobody mm-hmm. was, which was really nice, because then obviously it has a very good team, like, we're in it together and we're not going to tear anybody down, um, which helped a lot that year. And then coming back from COVID, it sounds weird, but, like, just seeing everybody again, mm-hmm. um, still connected to the cheer memory, it's like, oh, these are the people I won state with my freshman year, reconnecting, like, oh, everybody does not look the same from before <laughs> COVID. So it's like reconnecting everybody's faces and everybody getting back into the sport and stuff like that, which was really cool and seeing everybody progress. And then my younger sister, when she couldn't go to school for a week because she had some like mental, um, what's the word you would call it? Yeah, she was struggling with mental health stuff. Uh, So she had to go to like a mental health facility and just the support that I got from teachers that week and Miss Lang being one of the main ones <laughs> <laughs> um, really helped, obviously, not just me, but then also her when she came back home. Yeah. What was the value to you to be able to cheer during high school? Like, why? Yeah. It definitely helped a lot with mental health because... Um, Not only was I, like, I could put everything away for, like, however many hours we had practiced that day and just kind of focus on cheer and, oh, if I drop this person, she can get hurt. (laughs) So it's, like, you kind of have to focus. (laughs) Which helped a lot with whatever happened senior year and junior year, and then all that helped. A lot and then obviously having colleges email me and saying oh hey we'd love for you to come to our university and me kind of being like oh I already have the university in mind I want to go to but obviously we see how that worked out (laughs) (laughs) and just having a group of people who are like we're working towards the same thing yeah um, I didn't do sports in high school, but I did theater and music. I was in the orchestra. Mm-hmm. And so it was always cool to be like, yeah, we all are coming together to make something happen. Yeah, definitely. Um, and like you said, the mental health portion of like, when you're doing theater, my husband also did theater, to be like, um, you know, whatever is going on in my life or during the school day, like... It doesn't matter right now, because right now we are in Beauty and the Beast, and I'm pretending to be um, a dancing napkin. So that's what I have to focus on. (laughs) Like, And nothing else matters right now. Exactly. I did theater for... I did one show my freshman year in Chicago. They're doing it this weekend. I know. My brother's in it. At Tremper? Um, No, at Bradford, I think. Oh. Um, Yeah, we're going to see it this weekend. That'll be fun. That's fun. All right, what are some things that you, it's a, what did I say? Oh, my best teachers did blank. How would you finish the sentence? My best, te- or just my best teachers. 
They didn't let you get away with crap. <laughs> what do you mean by that? It's like, if you started falling behind, they were like, oh, Maddie, you you didn't turn in this paper last week. You need to, like, turn it in. Mm-hmm. Or, like, say it was, like, math class, one of my teachers. Um, would be like, yeah, I know you had practice yesterday, but you had two hours after that before you went to bed that you could have done something. So it was like, they stayed on top of you, like, being like, okay, you have this to do, and I'm not going to help you with the quiz that you have to retake before you do this. So yeah. it's like very on top of things. Yeah, and not giving you an out or an excuse. Exactly. You're like, no, I know you have stuff going on, but this is also a priority. But then also if, like, you didn't understand it, you knew you could go to them. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the teachers I had, like, almost made it impossible to, like, they'd be like, yeah, you can come to me, but I only have this time to this time and this time to this time. And it's like, I get it, a lot of teachers have other stuff going on, but it's like, some students don't have time out of that. Right. Like, I can only meet for 30 minutes after school, whereas they would say, yeah, I can meet at 6 o'clock after school. Right. And I'm like, um, I have cheer practice. Yeah. That's something we have to explain to teachers a lot with our students is like, well, I told them I'm free after school. I'm like, they take the bus home. They can't just like, like our bus system is horrible. The city Mm -hmm. bus. I'm like, they can't just wait for the next city bus. It's going to be like 6 o'clock. Or I'm here before school, and I'm like, again, they get here when they get here. They take the city bus. Exactly. Like, a lot of them, like, the teachers that were there to help you and you knew that would be like, oh, yeah, you can come up during lunch, or I can meet you in the library at my prep period or something Mm -hmm. like that, where they would take time, like, and you knew that they they had that time. So, like, if you weren't getting something that, and, like, you understood one unit, and then two units later, you're like, um... I'm not getting this anymore. <laughs> they could, like, me. re-explain it to you, and yeah, you knew they had that time. And how did teachers make that known to you? Like, by offering times that would work for you? So they would ask, like, they would have, like, set things in their room or, like, a schedule in their room or something like that, saying, like, if you need help, come ask me, or mm-hmm. if... You're free this time, this time, this time. This is my time. Or, like, if you need other times, email me. Mm. Stuff like that. So, it was like they made themselves open and... Yeah, I think posing it, too, to be like, this is my office hours is helpful. Exactly. Which a lot of teachers did, obviously, when we were online, so you could meet with them and schedule an appointment. Okay, worsts. Uh, what was the biggest struggle out of high school that you were not prepared for? Going along with when teachers were on your butt about stuff. (laughs) College professors, they're getting paid whether you pass the class or not. Yeah. So I had one professor that I emailed several times saying, I do not understand this. And couldn't even get the first assignment done in that class to do it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And I'm like, I don't understand this class. I need your help. And she's like, didn't answer any email. Like, oh, didn't want to read them. I'm like, okay, so I'm by myself in this. And then when I went to the dean of students about that, they were like, well, she should have at least answered the first email. And I said, no, she didn't. <laughs> yeah, well, it didn't happen. Yeah. But with col- 
teachers being on your butt in high school, they are not in college. <laughs> no, and knowing, like, it's so different going to college where you're, like, especially for you because you were in online classes, so you're, like, I don't mm. it's not even, like, I see the person to be, like, hey, mm. I need help. You're, like, I guess I email them, and if they don't reply, like, then what oh, do whoa. I do? <laughs> right. Nobody teaches you, like, yeah, go to the dean of students and then do this. You're, like, I don't, I don't even know what Whereas, like, in is. high school, like, they teach you, like, the first few days in college where they're, like, yeah, if you have problems, email us. And I'm, like, well, what do I do after the teacher doesn't reply back? Right. <laughs> like, so it's, the like, they really just is... throw you into a hole and say, here's your dorm. You stay in there. <laughs> <laughs> you stay in there. Yeah, that's insane to me. What do you think were some of the biggest struggles that you had during high school? Um, with being on the cheer team, I didn't have a lot of time for, like, making any connections with other students. Mm. So it's like when I made connections, they were with the cheer team. I had a few friends that I had, like, before high school. But, like, when it came to friends, I had people who were in my class that I only talked to in my class. And right. Teacher friends. <laughs> right. So it was like, you vent to them about school, but then they're like, well, you still need to do what you're supposed yeah. to do. <laughs> and it's hard, too. I think, I mean, my, well, yeah, you met some of my students. My class runs very differently in that, mm-hmm. like, I, we make, we make sure that, Students sometimes just need a place to chill. Mm-hmm. But for most high school teachers, they're like, no, you're coming here to learn something. So it's very, like, every minute that we're in here, we're doing something or learning something. Yeah. Which, as a 13, 14, even an 18-year-old, is a lot for one day. To be like, 7.30 to 3, yeah. I don't care what's going on, you have to be learning. Like, I can't even do that as an adult. Well, even in college, like, I had a class where it was like, a three-hour-long class oh, where it was no. just lecture, and I was like, no. I would sit there, and I'll be honest, I went on my phone sometimes because oh, I was yeah. like, I just need a mental break from one person talking. And right. They would ask, ask questions, like, once or twice a The seven whole hour three hours, hours. Like, yeah. I could not, like, I told my mom about it one time, and she was like, how do you sit there for three hours? And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> no, I can't. My freshman year, we had a class like that, and there was literally, like, we had a group chat that we were, like, joking, making jokes in, and one guy was watching soccer games, and the professor just didn't even care. But we're like, dude, we're so bored. And it's like, we didn't have, like, a group chat, but, like, some of the students would get together, like, outside of that class, and it was like, even sitting in, like, the middle of the class, because obviously nobody's going to sit in the very front. Right. I mean, there's the some people that do, but then there was literally one person who sat in the front watching movies the entire class. Yeah. It's like, as if, if I were a teacher, I literally would be like, um, okay. <laughs> I must, I, maybe I should computer. do something different if yeah. this is what's happening, but they just but don't care. They were there and... You could see, like, during the World Cup this past year, you could see people watching the soccer game in every class. <laughs> so oh it was God. like it didn't matter what you were in. Um, what else do you think was a, sh- a struggle for you in high school? Staying 
on top of classes that the teacher was not, like, you could tell if a teacher was not ready to teach a class. Mm -hmm. Like, if they were, during COVID, I had a teacher who was straight out of high school, and the French teacher, like, completely, like, moved away, and he jumped right in, fresh out of college, and was like, so, we're going to learn this today. And would, like, randomly pick random stuff. And be like, <laughs> so, I don't know what you learned in college about teaching, but. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're supposed to have, like, a general plan. <laughs> exactly. Maybe the week, at least. Yeah. Or, like, he'd have breaks and be like, let's watch a random puppy video. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but, I mean, he ended up getting fired. Um, I mean, we can see why, but... <laughs> Hope he's happy with his puppy videos. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. And his video games. It is hard, though, like, as a student, when you're trying to stay on top of things, and you mm -hmm. can tell that the adult in the room is also not on top of things. Yes. <laughs> Where you're like, what are we supposed to be doing? And they're like, I don't know. Like, yeah. Okay. Also, if you had, like, a teacher who had substitutes a lot, like, it'd be mm. like okay, we're trying to learn this subject, but we can't learn it because the substitute doesn't know it. Right. And then be like, watch this video online. And it's like, well, half of us can't learn from online stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah, and if it's a content, like, the sub can't teach. Like, like a math class. Right, your math <laughs> class. And you're like, hey, I have a question. The sub's like, I don't know. Great. Glad we're here. Yeah, that's hard. Alright, so, opposite of the other question, if you were to finish a sentence, my worst teachers did what? Or were like what? Didn't know what they were doing themselves. <laughs> or would get off topic really easily. Mmm. And that's a hard line, because there's like, now a trend in teaching where it's like, you should be personable and your students should be able to get to know you, but also like, don't spend the whole class period talking about random things exactly like if you're teaching say for instance i had like a human biology class and they're like oh yeah i have three kids one of them does irish dance and i'm like i don't even know what your kids do like you right. have three kids cool i'm trying to learn about human biology but then she would like make some of the lessons about her kids and it's like because i knew that teacher personally I would know what her kids did already, but, like, some of the other students didn't, and i just kind of sit there and be like, okay. <laughs> right. And it's awkward for other kids to be like, I don't care about your children. Exactly. Yeah. It's a weird balance, because you're like, I want to be relatable, but also, like, um, the one teacher I work with right now, she'll, like, start a story, and then she'll be like, do you guys even care about this? Like, she'll be like, generally, if you yeah. don't care, we'll move on to math. <laughs> and our kids are always like, yeah, we know we care, but it's very funny. Yeah. She'll be like, let me check in. Is this even worth us talking about? Mm -hmm. Or they'll just talk about random stuff for like, they'll be like, oh yeah, I like video games. You guys never heard about the last video game that came right. out? And I'll be like, I don't like video games. <laughs> this is not don't relevant really care. <laughs> Will this be on the test? Because if not... I will take a nap. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Precisely. 
so worst teachers didn't know what was going on or got off topic easily. What do you think, when we talk about teaching, usually we end the podcast with, like, next steps. So for the, like, maybe two students that listen to the podcast or are still in high school, what do you suggest, like, what is some encouragement or some words of wisdom as far as, like, how do you make the most of your high school um, experience? Um, enjoy it while you're still at home. or <laughs> While other people are still cooking your dinner. Yeah. Um, don't take advantage of teachers being on your butt about stuff, because, like... They won't be if you end up going to a college. And if you do end up going to college, don't feel pressured to know what you want to do right away. Mm-hmm. Well, as far as teachers being on you, even at the high school level, like we have some sophomores that we, like I have been on them for two years to like get their work done and get credits. And now it's getting to the point where like, I am tired of that. Like, don't come in next year as a junior and be like, okay, now I'm ready to work. And we'll be like, bro, we were, we've were we been doing this for literally two years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes students are like, no, you have to help me because you're a teacher. And I'm like, I have been trying. But there comes a, there's a limit to people's patience. Yeah, because, I mean, my boyfriend ended up having to, like, do summer school for, like, a week after everybody else because he during COVID struggled to the point where he didn't pass any of his classes during sophomore year. So it was like none of the he was enjoying high school while it lasted but got off topic to the point where he couldn't (laughs) like do anything with what he wanted to do. Right. So Make sure you're staying, like, enjoy high school, don't get me wrong, but enjoy it to the point where you're staying on top of your classes and you're not failing Well, there's them. so many cool opportunities, especially, like, I went to a private high school, so we didn't have these opportunities, but through the public school system, there's so many cool opportunities you can do if you're ahead in credits um, that, like... If you are messing around and not getting credits freshman, sophomore year, you won't have those opportunities. Yeah, definitely. So, like, my one of my brothers is going to um, graduate next year. He's a junior right now. By the time he graduates high school, he'll also have his certification to be, like, a certified welder. Because so, he's been doing community college yeah. classes because he's been on top of it. Like, how cool is that? That he's, like, gets to finish high school with a certification from the local college... Because he was on top of stuff, but my a lot of the students I work with, that's totally not in the cards because they're two grade levels behind as far as credits are concerned. So I see that, like, as a trend in, like, a lot of freshman and sophomore students who didn't get the transition from middle school to um, high school because of COVID. Mm. But it's like they didn't have the motivation from the... Um, like, middle school teachers saying, oh, yeah, you're done with middle school now. You need to get your button gear. But, I mean, it's hard to say that about all of them. But, I mean, as myself, I did get to have that transition, and 
I graduated high school with, um, like, I, I wanted to go work at a car shop. I have my certification and, like, some tire machine and... Oh, that's cool. Stuff like that. So it's, like, I have a few college credits that would only transfer if I went to a certain college. So I didn't get those going into a D1 college because I didn't choose to go to the community No, but route. you at least were able to say, like, you know, as a backup... Yeah, which is nice, though, because now that I am ending up going to that community college, I can be like, so I did graduate high school with some of these credits. Are they still applicable? Right, right. Or at the very least to be like, no, I'm familiar with college-level work. Look at my, you know, that's awesome. Um, What about for teachers? So what, if you had to give, like, one or two things teachers should stop doing and one or two things teachers should start or continue doing. We gotta end positively though, so you gotta start with the stops. So I can't necessarily say stop doing um, standardized testing because that will never happen. Mm. Um, but a lot of students don't really understand how those apply. That's the secret, they don't. exactly so it's like you get them all stressed out and half the time teachers don't know what a lot of students are going through Mm. so it's like it adds a lot of unneeded stress to whatever is going on in their life right and I mean me my junior year was going through a lot obviously COVID too and then they're like oh yeah take the ACT and I'm like what yeah (laughs) Like, it's so important, you're like, what? Yeah, we, um, our juniors just took the ACT, and my students freak out, because they, the ACT is entirely in English, and I teach ESL, mm-hmm. um, but we have an ESL student who's a senior, and he was, thankfully, he was, like, super gracious and willing to talk to us, and so I was like, okay, can we ask, like, what did you get on the ACT? And he told us, and he was like, you know, the other kids who are talking to him, the juniors were like, that's a, such a bad score. And I was like, wait. And so and then I asked our student who's a senior, I was like, how many colleges have you been accepted to? And he, at this point, he's been accepted to eight different colleges. Well, with that, it's like... And I was like, because the ACT doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. Like, I got accepted into, like, all of the colleges that I applied to. Like, even the University of Alabama. Obviously, I only applied just for fun, but... I mean, was I tempted to go there for cheer? (laughs) Definitely. But obviously I knew that was out of my price range. So it was like, I only got, personally, I thought I did horrible on the ACT. And it was during COVID. So obviously they were telling you that it didn't matter. But it makes you question, did it ever really matter that much? When I told my students, I was like, you know, you can put on your, for my students, like you can put on your college application one of my students wants to be an uh, not an engineer, um, an architect. Like mm-hmm. I'm like you're bilingual. And you want to be an architect, and I was like, it'll be super cool. After you go to college, you can do like work for an international architecture for- firm, mm-hmm. and work with countries. You know, he speaks French, um, but he's from Africa, so you can work with countries in Africa. You can work with people in France, and I'm like, mm-hmm. any college would be so excited to be like. Yeah, we have a, exactly. a, you know, an alum who works with this international company. I was like, they're not going to, you know, your ACT score is one piece of information. 
But I did literally had some of my students were like having panic attacks about it. And I'm like, you're not going to yeah. do well. Like this test is not written for you. It's not written for ESL students to show what they know. It's not. Like, and it makes you wonder, like, personally, it felt made you feel better, like, if you had, like, a teacher that you knew in that class. But the odds of that were, like, oh, yeah, you get your English teacher and one random teacher. But my English teacher had so many kids that were split between two classes where she could go back and forth between the two classes. But once you were testing, like, you couldn't go back and forth. So it was, like, we were trapped in a room with our head down at a paper. And it was, like, you would think about it and be, like, oh, I finished five minutes early. Is that good? Is that bad? Like, right. And nobody prepared you for it. Like, they tried to do, like, the pre-tests and stuff like that. And, like, even one of my friends that scored really well on some of the pre-tests was, like, it wasn't anything like <laughs> right. the ACT. And it wasn't accurate to the point where, like, even when I walked into the room, I was like, um, what's going on? <laughs> Yeah, and just the mental fatigue of, like, come sit in this room completely quiet with no cell phone, and if you need to use the bathroom or take a break, we're going to scold you about it or remind you that that's not... It's going to be counted against you. Um, And then if you finish early, you just have to sit and stress and think about the next test you have to take Mm -hmm. without any distraction from... Like, you just can't do anything. I'm like, yeah, my, I had one student, like, literally looked like a lion in a cage. He was so, like, I gotta get out of here. And I was like, you can't leave till everyone's done. And he was like, these people need to finish. I gotta get out. Like, losing his mind. Well, and even like, when, like, your room was finished, you could sit in that room and talk to the other people. But they said, well, not everybody in the school is finished, so we have to wait for everybody else before we can let you guys out. And I'm like, right. Well, like, I just had a very stressful day, and I would like to go home. Like, I'm tired. I need to sleep, and right. I can't sleep. Yeah. Yeah, standardized testing is... It's one thing, like, I'm working with a student right now, and I need a lot of data to show just that he's struggling. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's not standardized in that I don't have to confiscate his phone, and he can take breaks... And we can be silly about it. And, like, that's so much more valuable information to me to be, like, mm-hmm. here's something we're going to do every week to see how you're, you know, how you're growing in math. Yeah. But it's more casual and comfortable than if I'm, like, sit here and do this test entirely in English and don't talk. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, well, okay. When I'm ruler of the world, we'll abolish standardized testing. <laughs> what else do you think would be... Something teachers should stop, or schools, yeah, even if you want to talk about, like, the whole system, we should stop doing. Um, I feel like that's just, like, the main base of, like... (laughs) You're like, that's it. Yeah, pretty much. I'm gonna pick my one soapbox, and it's that. Yeah. One thing could stop... (laughs) (laughs) Or having, like, different... I understand the importance of having, like, different assignments be, like, different weights, but, Mm -hmm. like... It stresses you out for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like, just make it a different point amount. Yeah. But, like, let everybody know about that. Um, what do you think is something that teach- that schools or teachers should keep doing or start doing? Having 
teachers be able to like relate with students and mm. not make it so like you're in here to like obviously we're there to learn but some people don't do well like with that in general so it's like some people need other things to do instead of like um some of the public schools do a really good job with like having like engineering classes and car tech classes mm -hmm. and stuff like that which helps with some of the day-to-day -day, like math english science this yeah and then obviously you get to pick your electives but a lot of schools don't have a wide variety of electives and i mean i took french class freshman sophomore and then part of junior year and then obviously i didn't continue to do it senior year because junior year i had a one teacher who was like, oh, well, I'm fresh out of college and don't know what I'm doing. Right. And then I enjoyed it the rest of junior year, but it got to the point where I had so many AP classes where it was like, so I don't have enough time for what I want to do. Yeah. So. And just the like, I mean, when I was in high school, we didn't have that many elective options, but also... The kids who took electives ended up with a lower uh, GPA mm -hmm. because it lowered their GPA rather than taking AP classes. Yep. And I always thought that was so bogus. Like, no, we should be allowed to take classes for fun and it not negatively impact our GPA. So one of my friends was mad because he, like, wasn't, he didn't qualify for valedictorian because he had been in orchestra. And it's like, mm -hmm. no, of course you should have taken orchestra. How fun is that? <laughs> Yeah. But the kid who was not in orchestra and took more honors and AP classes beat him out for valedictorian. And it was like, well, that's bogus. Because, like, mm -hmm. yes, you should have been doing fun stuff while like, you were in high Personally, school. I only took two AP classes. But obviously when I took, like, dual credit classes, they're, not, they're just counted as a regular class. Yeah. So I took, like, four dual credit classes, but... They only counted for yeah. so many points. All right. Anything else teachers should start doing or keep doing? Uh, start making school days not at 7 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, if it started at, like, 8, I feel like a lot more students would show up to school. Well, and we just... Even 8.30. <laughs> had to move our school day up because of snow days. And I was telling you this over dinner, like, well, for one, I'm like, okay, school starts at 7.20 now. And the kids are like, what? And one kid was like, why is it so early? I was like, it's only five minutes earlier. And then they were like, what time was school supposed to start? I'm like, you were supposed to be here at 7.25 every day. And the kids were like, oh, yeah, I was never on time. I'm like, I know. <laughs> well, even when... Like, but even the teachers can't, like, get there that early. Like, last year it was only 7.30. And the school, like, not late bell, but... Like, you have five minutes to get to your classes. Yeah. Bell rang at 7.25, and yeah. I was already in my spot. But even, I started my school day with a AP biology class, so I'm sitting there, like, half asleep, right? <laughs> trying to stare at a board. Yeah, no. No, no. Yeah, it's too early. And I think, we talked about this with a couple of our students, like, there are just kids where the school day doesn't work. Mm -hmm. One kid was like, why can't I do second shift school? 
Yeah. He was like, I, I'm not a morning person. Can I come at 2 and do school yeah. from 2 to 8 p.m. and then stay up all night because I'm going to anyway? <laughs> and, like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, no, we don't have a program like that. But I get it. Like, that yeah, would work for him. It makes sense. A or lot of have... students, would, it would work because, like, right. a lot of high school students, I mean, let's be honest, they stay up till. 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Or they want to work. Exactly. Like, hey, I can get an early shift and I can be here at school by 4 and work part-time or Mm -hmm. full-time. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's not how high school works. Sorry. I mean, there's those programs with some public schools. Like, mine had it for, like, a brief amount of time my freshman and sophomore year, but that was before COVID, where you could work at, like, say you were interested in going into nursing Mm -hmm. or, like, engineering you could go do like an internship type thing but you had to be ahead in credits to do that you did which did not help (laughs) no and we have like i have a couple freshmen now that i already know are going to be behind in credits or like a junior that i was like she's really behind in credits can we just put her in the credit recovery which is only a half day of school and they were like no we have to wait till senior year i'm like but you know it's not gonna get better <laughs> like mm-hmm. why do we have to wait and make the student fail harder well before when i was in my um sophomore and junior year my youngest my little sister who um her freshman year didn't graduate but well, she didn't, didn't graduate. earn any credits she didn't earn any credits yeah. her freshman year so they put her in credit recovery yeah but that changed during covid right <laughs> so it was like now that more people are failing classes, it's like people have lost the stigma of, oh, I failed a class. I should probably do something about it. They're like, oh, well, they'll just put me in credit recovery anyways my right. senior year and I'll graduate. Genuinely. The number of kids who are like, I don't need to do this now. I'll just do it in credit recovery. And I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm here then. <laughs> yep. Makes me feel good as a teacher. Well, then that worked credit recovery works for a lot of students who do better online than in person because that's all online right well thank you for your time um i appreciate it it's always nice to know as a teacher like the whole the joke of like how do i reach these kids but to know from a student like what actually is working and not working so Mm -hmm. i appreciate your time And um, the Reimagine Teaching Podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Um, There's not much content there, but maybe if we have more followers, we'll make more content. Um, Otherwise, we will be releasing bi-weekly episodes all the way through the end of May, and then we'll be on a break for summer. So check out the episodes that are already out or keep checking in for new ones. Thanks again for listening.